With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're tuned in to Steve Megatron on Altered Geek. Hello and welcome to Altered Geek. I'm your host, Steve Megatron Phillips, and joining me in this first episode after 275. TFG on Mike. Yay! 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 We broke the numbers. <laughs> um so yeah, we're 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 back. And uh I've covered like crazy some of the random feedback mm-hmm. uh and then i've also covered the, uh some of the uh, stupidity of the internet with ihob and uh god the, the beautiful thing is that we live in an era where companies also get in on the fight oh yeah like i shared a whole like someone made a post on facebook that i just had to share it was like a million not a million but a bunch of screenshots of every company getting in on this whole ihob stuff and i'm like oh my god these are priceless yeah kind of they they were like uh you know i'm not afraid of a a place that decided pancakes are too hard Mm mm-hmm so yeah, I was like, "That's that's spectacular." <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a, a crazy week. We've we've had like E three. We've had uh, now it's everybody attacking Aquaman. Um, oh, I didn't catch that memo. Why am I being attacked? Not you, the real Aquaman. <laughs> Hey, I'm standing up. I am the real Aquaman. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, no, uh, people are going, going. well, one, they're going crazy about like black mana, and then I, I guess there's people uh, kind of losing it over some of the stuff with, you know, uh, some of the designs or some of the, something, I don't know. People are, you know, people are enjoying it, but then there's also the people that are kind of... Uh, don't care? Yeah, they're like, uh, well, they're they're kind of just messing with it. I don't know. It's hard to follow a lot of times, a lot of the stupidity on, on fandoms in today's mm-hmm. world. Uh, I, I just have such a hard time with it anymore. It, it's gotten a bit ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's... it's uh, Now we've also got, you know, companies buying companies. Who knows how that's going to affect things. Um, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to DC, <laughs> somebody somebody had uh, a funny joke on on Twitter the other day saying, uh, uh, you know, just 
fandom in general saying they should just reboot the DCEU. No one likes it, and it's it's too dark and not fun. And then uh, they quoted yeah. Warner Brothers, and it says, "Here's a Wonder Woman sequel, an Aquaman solo movie, and a Shazam solo movie, all set in the DCEU." Mm-hmm. Like right after. Yeah, like that story about Matt Reeves completely thinking about redoing the Batman reboot and not having Batfleck be Batfleck. And have so, like basically get rid of Ben Affleck and have somebody else in there. That's yeah. I my head hurts. I just can't. I only pay attention to the TV universe, and uh, I don't know. I, I just can't. Um, so the IHOB thing. You said that the Wendy's one kind of kind of won it for you. Yeah. I like Netflix. BRB changing my name to Netflib. <laughs> it was good, but I wouldn't say it was that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whataburger. Uh, as much pancake. as we want to love our pancakes, we'd never change our name to What a Pancake. Like, it's. Uh... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's just stupid. There, there's a lot of that going on. Oh, the, I think one that I basically laughed my butt off with. Two can play this game, IHOB slash IHOP. We're now Chick Phil B. <laughs> Probably serving burgers at all locations. <laughs> wow. And then even Elvira got in on it. IHOP. Did we learn nothing from Crystal Pepsi? <laughs> that's I don't know, that's pretty pretty uh pretty good right there. The best one because um is it Ron White that did the Hot Pockets thing, or is it somebody else? It's somebody else. But basically, Hot Pockets chimed in. Bocket like it's hot. Hot Bockets. <laughs> Instead of Pockets. <laughs> uh, uh, somebody else chimed in. I don't know who this guy is. More like International House of Betrayal, am I right? <laughs> it's just too funny. Oh, man. It, it's just great. Like... I get it. They want to reimagine themselves, but IHOB, that International House of Burgers, like, no. Just no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't have a clue, man. It's it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's so stupid. Like, you can have you can be a breakfast place that you're known for being a breakfast place and still serve lunch stuff. Like you don't need to change your entire marketing campaign just because you want to start serving burgers. Yeah, so uh, there there's also this this other stupid crap going on. Um uh we've got AT&T trying to yeah. Um, purchase Time Warner Cable, which I don't know how that impacts Charter. See, here's the thing. Because I thought Time bought, Warner was gone. Like, okay, so Charter bought Time Warner Cable like two or two or four years ago, somewhere in right. that that realm. And right. so, yeah, I, I'm kind of confused how this whole deal works I'm, out. I'm really confused here because, okay, I moved from Louisville, Kentucky, where I lived for 25 years to sh- just outside Chicago, Illinois, okay? For as long as I remember, 
in Louisville, Kentucky, there was Intermedia Cable. Then there was Insight Cable. Insight was bought out by Time Warner, okay? And then Charter bought Time Warner and renamed Time Warner Spectrum. So it's now Spectrum Cable. So I know a lot of legit news sources are reporting this AT&T buys Time Warner thing, but... I didn't think Time Warner was a name anymore on the cable company side because Charter had owned them and they renamed the damn thing Spectrum. You know so, what it was? You know what it was? That this is this is the reason and and I just remembered it uh after overlooking it. Uh Time Warner sold their communications, their ISP mm-hmm. to Charter. Right. They kept the entertainment side. Oh. Like the the content side. So they have Warner Brothers, HBO, Turner, um, mm. DC Comics, uh, all the Time Warner content. So like all of that mm-hmm. uh, media business is is um, uh, going to be part of AT and T, and they did favor in uh, rule in favor of AT and T's eighty five billion dollar acquisition of them, and it's actually complete now. Uh, to where they've they've said now that uh, they're they're gonna basically have like four different segments of AT and T where parts of Time Warner will be splintered in between all of them, oh, uh, and they're gonna create as a part of their media business, which will consist of HBO, Turner, and Warner Brothers together. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're saying that a new name for this business will be announced later. Uh, Lord, and that's worth. You know, as of the revenues in 2017, 31 billion, and then their uh, their international stuffs kind of on its own anyway. But that's that had like eight billion in there, and then AT and T's got some advertising stuff that and in analytics and some things that they've acquired from uh, the ad inventory of Turner, and so they're gonna come up with another name for that company as well uh, later on. But everything else is kind of merging with AT and T. It's going to be strange, that's for sure. So uh, I, I knew Time Warner was trying to offload for a long time. And I think at one time, didn't Time Warner own Yahoo? <laughs> or, I or think AOL so. Or somebody? I don't know. It, it's, hard to, it's hard to think of it. I, I think AT&T owns Yahoo, and Time Warner owns I, AOL. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Or did. I have no clue. I don't know. There's so many I, so many different acquisitions going on anymore. It's difficult to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got the you know the whole thing with uh, uh, the the fox being stuck in this perpetual tug of war between Disney and and Comcast, which Comcast is like, we'll pony up more money. Mm-hmm. Give us your content, Fox. Give us everything. Yep. Give us your Marvel characters. Give us, you know, give us uh, the Simpsons. Give us, you know, all of your television and, and everything that you've got under your, your belt, you know. Because Comcast, you know, they already own Universal. They already own NBC. Yeah. Because it's uh, Comcast, NBC, Univ- like the Comcast logo. Mm-hmm. It has the NBC logo above it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's Comcast, NBC, Universal. Like, it's... Yep. Essentially, but it's yeah. funny that the ISP, you know, the the cable provider, owns all of this, uh, mm-hmm. which puts you know, Disney doesn't have an ISP. 
No. Or or a cable provider. They, I mean, they provide channels and, and content, but that's essentially all they are. And so, like, this would be, like, I don't know, uh, among everything Fox has, it would be kind of a major blow to Disney on so many levels. Oh, yeah. Between the content library and the the fact that they would lose their Marvel characters. Absolutely, yeah. Can't play in that sandbox anymore if they, they lose it. Nope. Or ever. Um, yeah, no. I don't know. I, I would be in favor of Disney getting it only for the fact that uh, they could reunite the Marvel Universe and, mm-hmm. and start fresh on some of them, uh, rebooting mm-hmm. them in, in a proper fashion to reincorporate into their new yeah. Avengers universe. But at the same time, like I don't, there's a lot of content Fox owns that I just couldn't see Disney wanting. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> you know, married with children, uh, Family Guy, The Simpsons, like yeah, all, all their, the old yeah, all of their content that that kind of plays to that other category. Yeah, it, since you're since you're talking about Disney, I shared something from the Disney Channel uh, about six hours ago, as of this recording. <sighs> Remember DCOMs, the Disney Channel original movies? Yep, they're doing yet another Freaky Friday. <sighs> Wasn't the last one with uh, Lindsay Lohan? Mm-hmm. And then they had another one like in the fifties or sixties or mm-hmm. something. The original 70s. one was yeah, was way back when, and then they did the Lindsay Lohan one, and now they're doing whatever the hell this one is. It's about on that cycle of of recycling. I, I think I read something about that that they were going to do another re- reboot of the uh, the universe, or not universe, but you know, crap they're they're running with. So. Mm-hmm. So we we thought that you know kind of transitioning over a little bit, uh, it would be interesting to talk about some of the things we've been geeking out to this week. Uh, among other things, like uh, again, I'm not talking E3 this week only because I'm still digesting, <laughs> and I I want a uh, gamer co-host on to discuss all of that because I did not sit there and watch all of it, nor did I care to. I like the Cliff Notes edition at the end, where a website mm-hmm. is cataloged at all, and so I'd prefer not to dive into that boat. Although, if I still had a game console, Smash Brothers would be awesome. Yeah, I'm looking at Smash Brothers, and I'm like, oh, wow. As soon as the electricity happened, and then Snake showed up, I'm like, if I had a Nintendo Switch, if I could actually play a Nintendo Switch, I need that game. Well, he was the last system he was on was the GameCube, I believe. Yep. Yeah, or, yeah, because he was in Super Smash Brothers. No, he was in. Uh, it was for the Wii. He was in Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Yeah. Um, because I had Melee and I had Brawl. Melee was the the GameCube version, and then, uh, yeah, then they had. Um, I don't remember what it was called for the the Wii U, but uh, I think it was just Super Smash Brothers Wii U or something like that, but. Um, they're they're bringing every character that's ever been in a Smash Brothers game into it, mm-hmm. and rebuilding it from the ground up. And I was like, I didn't play the last one too much, other than when I went to a convention, and I was a little sad that <laughs> I didn't own it. Uh, and then I'm even more sad that I, I don't have a Switch to play it. Yeah. Uh, because I love Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. 
Me uh, too. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. And an awesome button masher. Oh yeah. But I'm ins- I was insanely good at Brawl, so it, it was, and I was really good when I played the one on the Wii U, uh, because when we were doing that that whole tournament and the the thing in the uh, the video game hall that they had at this convention, I uh, was literally destroying people. Very cool. I, I had to actually leave uh, <laughs> because I was getting bored. <laughs> so wow. Oh boy, that's funny. Yeah, no, but Smash Brothers Ultimate looks like it's gonna be awesome. Like having every character ever that's ever been in Smash. Oh man, that's gonna be so cool. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things. Like I, like I used to play as Samus. Mm-hmm. I used to play as Sonic. Yep. Uh, never really got the chance to play with uh, Mega Man. Hmm. Uh, in in the original Smash Brothers, I used to use Samus a lot, but I also used to. There were a lot of characters I used to um, kind of try out. Right. Uh, not necessarily good at all of them, but but I I tried them all anyway. So. Hmm. Uh, how about some Batman comic news? I have not shared this with you, so I'm pulling this. Uh... Is this is this about the the wedding part, or is this about no. the fact that they're they're trying to ground all the characters? No, this is nothing about the wedding. This is nothing about the characters. This is nothing to do with what's going on with the wedding. They're bringing back the animated series. I wish, but no. Batman White Knight's black label includes uncensored Joker Harley sex scene. Uh, why? I don't know. But I saw this as news because we will be covering this on the pull bag this October when the trade does release. Uh, despite reports to the contrary, Batman White Knight's trade release will include an unedited sex scene between the Joker and Harley Quinn. The news comes straight from series writer and artist Sean Murphy, who previously confirmed that the book would be censored to fit with DC Comics' teen rating designation, it sounds like that's no longer a problem now that the series has been absorbed into DC's black label imprint. When the panel was originally released in print and digital formats, word balloons covered the post-coital nudity. The upcoming black label release isn't the first time the unedited art has been glimpsed. Murphy originally posted the unedited page to Instagram prior to the issue's release. I have not read White Knight yet. I have I have the first issue of it. I'm not going to be reading it until I'm ready to cover it in the pull bag with you and the comic concierge movie revolt Dan later this year. Mm-hmm. But I just the fact that that news is popping up now is just like really. Seriously? Wow, that's... <laughs> hey, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just saying, like, the fact that DC has a black label imprint, I did not... I haven't been paying attention to DC stuff for the longest time. And the fact that I nearly forget... If I hadn't seen, like, a convention appearance with Tom Welling and uh, and uh, Michael Rosenbaum, I would have nearly forgot that this year is 80 years of Superman and next year is 80 years of Batman. Yeah, that's a little crazy. Yeah. Yep. What else you got going on? Well, uh, aside from the fact that Beast Wars Megatron mm-hmm. uh, has me uh, 
one drooling <laughs> something terrible yes um uh, and and i do mean something terrible mm-hmm. it looks so freaking good yeah uh, it does. compared to the one i used to own which didn't i mean it looked like megatron but it didn't look like megatron all he's missing is his rubber ducky no that's the second version <laughs> that's the transmetal that he really used that um which don't get me wrong i would love the transmetal as well um I would actually prefer that one over this one. However, uh, I'm I'm really like I'm really down with this, except for the fact that I know that it's I'm never going to be able to get it due to cost. Mm-hmm. It's uh, because they they haven't released the pricing, but Dinobot is two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and he's uh, about a head and a half shorter. Than Megatron. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's about, You're about the masterpiece shorter. one, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah one other yeah. one would I be talking about? Uh, Primal yeah, was that's... Primal's 130, and he goes up to um, Megatron's crotch, yeah. standing up. And yeah. Dinobot is is kind of like almost Megatron size. I would bet that Megatron's going to be anywhere from 350 to 500. See, in the, like, as much as I want it, like that's just insane for a toy. Yeah. That's gonna sit on a shelf. That's ex- okay. So when I st- okay, well, it's been ten, twelve years now at this point, something like that. When I started getting back into, ooh, I want the toys from my childhood again, and I started spending, and at the time I could because I had a really, really good job and everything else. I spent like exuberant amounts of money on ebay back in 2006 2007 2008 to get like blaster like g1 blaster g1 optimus g1 this g1 all that stuff after a while it did like they're sitting on the shelf i love having them they remind me of my childhood but after a while it didn't matter anymore and i would just end up needing the money back more than anything else so you know in total on ebay in the first two years that i was on ebay i think i spent over $1,500 on G1 toys, on the old G1 toys, the original G1 toys. And now it's, then I get into my Mighty Mugs phase and all that. And Mighty Mugs were fairly inexpensive. At this point, Funko Pops are the thing at this point for me. And unless they're really, really, really popular, um, like Hulk busting Hulk, like Hulk busting out of the the Hulk Buster armor, which is like impossible to find now. It's actually been delisted by GameStop because it's a GameStop exclusive. Unless it's something like that, like Funko Pops are like anywhere between ten to twenty bucks, maybe a little bit more than twenty. But most of the like just the regular single figures. Like I'm looking right now at, Ma- at Scrooge McDuck, Magic of Dispel. And Huey, Dewey, and Louie, DuckTales, Pops. Disney Pops for DuckTales. Um, Scrooge, I think I got on sale. Magicka uh, and the th- and the three nephews were like 12 bucks each. And I would rather have those, like those kind of like vinyl figure that embodies what I remember from a character than an actual. 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Actual transformable toy or an actual action figure type thing nowadays. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's... I'm I'm very much of the opinion if they're not screen accurate. See, that's the good thing about Funko. They have all the cool licenses. They have all the great licenses that they are screen accurate. So, what I mean screen accurate is they look just like the animated character. Mm-hmm. Right. I know what you're talking about. And. Every single pop that I have looks just like what was like. I have, um, you'll appreciate this. I have Harry, Marv, and Kevin from Home Alone. Okay, Kevin's not exactly, you know, Macaulay Culkin because it's the Funko pop face, but I mean, it's his style, it's his thing. Harry and Marv, they don't exactly look like Joe Pesci, but they look like the characters of Harry and Marv. Like I said, with the DuckTales stuff, like, I've got Magica right here. She looks just like she did in the cartoon series, and she even has the little the little crow or the little raven or whatever the dude's, the little bird she used to have with her all the time. So very screen accurate to what it was in the cartoon in the original cartoon none of this 2017 stuff yeah um but but yeah like i'm i'm like this huge stickler for uh everything like matching like Mm -hmm. exactly the design like it's and what oh, it, I mean by that is like the what the actual shape. Of- oh well, yeah, but they're okay with these specifically. They're miniature. They're, they're essentially minifigures, but they're you know I, I don't I don't know. I'd have to get out my ruler and actually look. I would say they're like between three and seven inch figures or something like that. I'm probably wrong on that. People can correct me on this, but the Funko Pops are fairly short. But they still represent. They're not going to represent the full size animated things. But what they do represent is miniature versions of those characters. And there's nothing wrong. Like there's no changes. There's no artistry. Um, you know, influence of hey, I want to change this or I want to. It looks just like it was on Ducktales. Mm-hmm. Except it's in a itty bitty package. Yeah, like I've I've seen, you know, like Dragon Ball Z, they have the hair thing, or they have the, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is on on said character, um, uh, which is cool. Uh, the, uh, like the they have, um, like Mega Man, they have, uh, you know, like Doctor Wily, they have. Uh, I have Dr. Wiley. He's over there. DuckTales. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, they do look like them. 
And then you've got the movie verse Transformers. <laughs> there's one. There's there's actually two. For Funko Pop, really? Yep. Bumblebee and who? Prime. See, I didn't even see, like. They're yeah, vaulted. Don't they don't even sell them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see, that's the thing. Like certain ones go vaulted fairly quickly and things like that. And like the fact that they haven't done actual G one or Beast Wars pops, like. I, I don't know. Maybe they're waiting for to get the license for it or something. Obviously, but you know, I think it's funny mm-hmm. that uh, speaking of like Beast Wars related stuff, that that Black Arachnia is is up for running for the uh, the Hall of Fame. Nah. And she's the only Beast Wars character that's on the list, oh. and she's like blowing away like everybody else. Jeez, I'm like, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's, I don't know, I, like, I don't necessarily have a problem with them, because they, they do seem like they're more in tune than the Mighty Mugs. Mighty Mugs were in tune, and they could actually move their arms. Um, these are just basically standard figures that can stand up. Um, they have gargoyles. Yeah, they have gargoyles. Um, they have everything, dude. Like... I went to my local comic shop, Jace Comics, the ones I did for the first live pullback mm-hmm. recording. I went there and they had Aladdin's Wish, basically recreating the first genie scene in Aladdin. I had not seen a genie. I've seen Aladdin pops. I've seen Jasmine pops. I've seen Raja the Tiger. I've seen Abu. But I have never seen a genie pop until I saw the special two-pack of Aladdin's First Wish. So I can now say I have Robin Williams as a pop. Even though it's genie, um, the Sandlot pops just came out. Hell, they have Super Trooper pops. That's funny. It I is. I have yet to see that second movie. I I have not seen it. I don't even know if I want to. I I heard it's not as good as the original, but it's also good at the same time. So like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, this should interest you. I actually want to get. I actually want to get at least one more. I have two Star Trek The Next Generation pops. Can you guess which ones I have? And it is not Picard. Data. Nope. Worf. I wish. The, really? The next, I wish I had Worf. The next two I want is Worf and Geordi. But the two I have, Riker and Troy. So I can recreate the wedding. <laughs> the Imzadi. <laughs> they they have a Klingon that's that's uh you know just generic. Yeah, I know from the next generation. I mean, it's I know got, it's I keep Worf's, seeing that it's got Worf's head design, but it's just a Klingon. It's not actually yeah, Worf. It's not actually Worf. Um, but they they have well, they do have a Worf. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Worf would be interesting, and then Picard's yeah. just pretty plain. Uh, yeah, Jordy and, and Data are, are cool. They have a Borg. Yep. Um, looks like they produ- produce. I didn't know that they produced these, but like the the reaction, yeah, brand. Because I've, yep. I've seen those, but I didn't know it was Funko. Yeah, I didn't know it was them. Because like it's kind of an interesting way of of kind of it's like a throwback figure to something from like the seventies. So I'm not sure when you're releasing this, but I'll say this now, folks. I had two Funko Pops I was going to get Steve for his birthday this year. One was one I know he would absolutely want. He'd probably want both of them, but the other one he would just look at me and just probably shake his fist. But I bought it for myself. I have Golem. It's the only Lord of the Rings thing I've ever bought. But I have the Funko Pop of Golem. 
Now, if he if he had it, so you could record a voice. I mean, you could record the voice, I but that's beside. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But I've got that. Um, you're getting Weird Al with an accordion in his, in his hands because we Weird all know Al. how much you love Weird Al. Weird Al, he's like my favorite yeah. musician. It's it's why I have this love of parody music now. Like mm-hmm. I, I purposely will seek seek it out on YouTube. Yeah. Um, you know, like the Warp Zone or like some other people like that do stuff. Uh, I have. It's the only way I could do a. Well, I, they may or may not have a Commissioner Gordon. I don't know. I don't think they do for Batman the Animated Series or anything like that or any other Batman incarnation. The only way I could get Batman and a GCPD officer together is I got the Batman Beyond Pop and I got Harvey Bullock from Gotham. Nice. <laughs> uh, it's What's so fun about the Funko Pop things is that they have almost anything and everything that you could imagine. Anything you're a fan of, they most likely have a license to do. Like, I have uh, uh, James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich from Metallica. Like, there's an Axl Rose pop. There's multiple versions of Elton John as a, as a Funko pop. Like, like diff- different suits. Like, there's one of him in his white suit. There's one of him in whatever other suit. Like... These things are just so friggin' cool. And I just found out, because I just looked at their Facebook page recently, that there's a documentary on Netflix called Making Fun of Funko or Making Fun with Funko about how the whole company got started and where they're going and all of that and everything. It's so cool. Yeah, absolutely love these things. Very, very cool. I have um, Darkwing, Launchpad, and Goslin from Darkwing Duck. Which nice. I mean, Launchpad can cross over with Ducktales because he came with that. You know, obviously that's where he started. So um, that's one of the reasons why when we when my wife and I were in misery, aka Missouri, um, <laughs> or whatever, whatever you want to call that, I was in misery. Hundred degrees. It's a hundred degrees in the shade in that state. That's ridiculous. We were it's there. Like Texas. Yeah. Well, Texas, I expected because hello, it's really south. It's really southern, but it's one of those things where we were there, and every store, I had never seen the Three Nephews or Magicka, and I'm like, ooh, and GameStop was is still running their buy three, get one free sale, so I'm like, I can round out my DuckTales pops right now, so I grabbed Magicka, I grabbed Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and I bolted. That's funny right there. Yep. So, what else is going on? Because I don't want people to think, oh, is this just the Funko Pop Show now? The Funko Pop Show. Uh, (laughs) As fun as that is to uh, ramble off. Uh, Apparently, and I'm not sure how I feel about this, but apparently... Somebody wants to make a Gargoyles film, and I'm not sure if it's animated or if it's live action. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Um, But I guess that uh, uh, Jordan Peele Mm -hmm. uh, wants to, uh, has actually pitched a uh, new movie take on the animated series to Disney. Um, Basically, uh, he he just wants to do a new one and... uh, it's you know it's his 
instead of green lighting or turning it down outright, Disney is apparently just kind of sitting on it. Kind of waiting. Right. They're they're kind of just taking their time, kind of just seeing what it what it uh, you know where it goes, or hoping that he just leaves it. I don't know why Disney is so afraid of the gargoyles property. I I don't know. Because it it sounds like uh, um, that they're they're kind of playing this waiting game with him, like mm-hmm. patiently waiting until he moves on to something else, like in hopes that he doesn't pick it up uh or try to press it i I just i don't understand why disney uh never moves forward with a gargoyles film or a re you know a revisiting to the animated series or or something like because it wasn't a terrible series it was actually really good yeah i don't know dude of of the all the series that that Disney picks to reboot or or to mess with, you know, I would think that this one would be spectacular, you know, and, and I could see their apprehension if they don't want to do a live action, um, right? But going to an animated version that's you know more up to date or or using like Pixar technology type stuff or Wreck It Ralph technology and kind of going at it, mm-hmm. they could they could reinvent it without having to uh, really. I, I don't know. I just I think that they there's something that they could do, and still revitalize it. So Absolutely. It, it's I, I, it was such a strong property, and I, I remember like I, I know it didn't last long, um, but it, it still had the potential to go longer. I think it was just because Disney was like, eh, scary, scary. We don't want to do it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's it it's one of those things. I I kind of eventually hope takes hold and uh, does happen. Absolutely. Ah, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's just so crazy that they like they want to basically do all this stuff, but yeah, let's let's make the Jungle Book again. You know, let's let's make a live action, you know, live action of everything we have that's animated that we made years ago, because why not? Or, hey, let's make Jumanji and throw in The Rock. That was Like, don't get me wrong. I know. But don't get me wrong. I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and that's all well, good, and whatever, but we did not need a Jumanji remake. Honestly, it was really good. I'm sure it is. I have not seen it, so I'm not going to say anything either way because, I, like I said, I haven't seen it. But from what I have seen, okay, sure, fine. Thank God they didn't try to rip off the 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 book itself or or the classic 95 film. But... It was a really nice tribute to the original. Right. And they, they even had, you know, Alan was here on, mm-hmm. on a tree. In the thing. Oh, that that's nice then. You know, and and had the treehouse that he built mm-hmm. while he was in Jumanji Land, um, right? But they, you know, the, they had like the Jonas brother that was in the movie, you know, kind of alluding to the fact that he's been there a while, uh, mm. as you know, as opposed to like he was there like probably twenty years after, um, the Robin Williams character, and then the others came in like 
like months after or something like that. And so it, it was kind of a nice touch right to see it um and they they stayed there for a quick minute but it was it, it was it was a very tastefully done sequel reboot that's cool whereas most i feel like they're just kind of either cash cows or cash yeah. cows yeah it was yeah. Th- there was a definite difference in the feel of of both of them which was nice to see well that's good to hear but Very I, good I, I, I definitely know the next Avengers movie is going to be a cash grab now. Because, um, you know, it, 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 if it's not a, a Marvel film, you know. It's... I just can't believe, like, this year alone how many superhero films are going to be out. Between la- the end of last year and all of this year, like, we just had Avengers recently. We've got Ant-Man and the Wasp coming, I think, what is it, in July? Mm, something like that. We we got Deadpool. We got um, Deadpool. Incredibles. Yeah. We got. Yeah, I see. Like when I say superhero movie, I mean the live action stuff. I mean, yeah, the Incredibles is is out now or or coming out or whatever. But that's a superhero animated movie. But just the Marvel universe, or even let, like you said, the Fox Sony stuff. Like it, I don't feel like I'm superhero fatigued because I don't go to the movies enough. I don't like. Last time I went to the movies at this point was when Karen and I went to the uh, Music Box Theater to see the documentary all about Larry Cohen. Like, I just don't go to the movies anymore. I've so. seen quite a few movies recently. Um, among them being, uh, I I saw you know Avengers. I saw. Uh, the I can only imagine. I saw they rebooted Overboard. Mm. which pretty much goes just like Overboard, just a modern version, and they flip the roles. Um, seen Deadpool 2, uh, Solo, which was good. I, I don't think it deserved the hate it got or the, the lack of, of attention on Lucasfilm's part for the marketing. Yeah. Uh, I felt like it was a better film than Rogue One. And actually set some other things up. Yes, there was a uh, MacGuffin in the film in the sense that uh, they had Darth Maul yeah. running the machinations behind the scenes. And they used the... Uh, they had Ray Park, the actual actor that played Darth mm-hmm. Maul, in the, the, the Phantom Menace reprising the physical performance. And they had uh, Sam Witwer, the voice in uh, Star Wars Rebels, reprising uh, oh, cool. the role. So it was kind of, it was really nice to see, and he lit his double, you know, he lit his lightsaber and the the mm-hmm. hologram and and whatnot. Uh, uh, but we ultimately know his fate as well. Yeah. Uh, due to rebels. Yeah, like Rogue One. I feel the only part I enjoyed was the end. At, at, yeah, but at Maybe. first I thought I was going to enjoy the beginning to figure out you know how they lead up to that. And halfway through, I'm just like, why am I watching this? Oh, right. When the when the red lightsaber appears, right. I get it now. That's why I'm watching. Because, yeah. To me, the last five minutes was, like, the best part of the movie. And oh, yeah. That was Absolutely. the sad thing about that. Whereas Solo, I you get to see the Kessel run. 
Okay, see, I haven't even... Which yeah, I haven't was, was magnificent. You get to see how Solo got his name. You get to see how um, uh, he kind of grew up and, and what he was known for. And, and you get to see Lando and how he was just this cocky punk that had the Falcon. And right. how Han got it from him. Mm-hmm. Or Very cool. Yeah, and, and then uh, I've seen... Uh, Ocean's Eight, kind of. I mean, it's it's like the Ocean's movies. Like, there's yeah, they they flipped it and it's all female uh, cast, but it's not. Uh, they're not trying to pander to it. Yeah, uh, they're they're trying to set up something new without having to. Well, they they had uh, Sandra Bullock playing uh, this new character, Debbie Ocean, who's actually mm-hmm. the sister to Danny Ocean. Right. So. Um, uh, but Danny Ocean is dead, like he's died, mm. so he's in, he's he's like in the grave, and uh, she's getting out of jail. Basically, same thing as like, so she's putting together a team, and then you actually get to see the, uh, um, the Chinese contortionist guy that that was famous for kind of going around, uh, in the Ocean's movies, the other three, eleven, twelve, and thirteen, the, uh, mm-hmm. the short Chinese man that was able to uh, I can't remember his name but he, he was able to get into uh, rooms and, and do these weird acrobatic things that they needed him to do right um, so I saw that and then uh, Jurassic World yeah I haven't seen anything Jurassic World is pretty much what you expect it to be <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a dinosaur movie where you know oh yeah Oh, we have to save the dinosaurs. Oh, a stupid person makes dumb decision. Oh, that's, you know, and then and then dinosaurs are free. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that wraps everything up. So, anything you yeah. want to promote? Just the pull bag. Um, we've got MYR two hundred coming up uh, in July. Yay! Yay! Um, that kind of stuff. Uh, the pull bag is going strong. We've got He-Man Thundercats. We've got uh, Funko Universe. We've got Xenoscope 10th Anniversary One-Shots. The Flash Season Zero is going to be covered. Uh, Cowl Volume 2. And all that other stuff. So, yep, the pull bag and all that other whatever other things I'm doing. Probably more Mayhem Mics now that I'm back from vacation. So, yep. Sounds good. So, uh, yeah, that about wraps it up. So until next time, get altered, get geeky with the altered geeks.